0: You're listening to Marist Connections, a podcast produced by the Marist Alumni Office, highlighting members of the Marist family, including our alumni, students, faculty, staff, coaches, and many more. Hi, everyone. I'm Amanda Benton, Assistant Director of Alumni Relations and a graduate from the class of 2011. For the fifth season of Marist Connections, we're highlighting student life on campus, interviewing students, coaches, and faculty about their experiences and bringing alumni on as guests. Today we're talking with Tenzin Sundu, the current president of the Student Government Association, also known as SGA, and Rhoda Muhammad, last year's president, and now a graduate of the class of 2021. Tenzin is an international student from Nepal. He is pursuing a degree in philosophy and business administration with a concentration in finance. Before Marist, Tenzin took two gap years to travel and help a plethora of nonprofits across the Himalayan mountains. He currently serves as Student Body President, representing the student body in the Board of Trustees. Before assuming this role, Tenzin served as the President of Marion RHC, President of ARCO, the Vice President of Academic Affairs, Distance Representative of the SGA, and as a Resident Assistant. Hey Tenzin, good morning.
1: Good morning. Thank you so much for having me here.
0: Absolutely. And next, I want to introduce Rhoda. Rhoda graduated from Marist in 2021 with a Bachelor's of Science in Economics and Finance and is an Investment Banking Analyst at Goldman Sachs. While at Marist, she served as both President of International Students and Student Body President. She was also involved with the Muslim Student Association, International Club, and the Honors Program, and had internships with Morgan Stanley, Atlas Air, Goldman Sachs, and with Representative Sean Patrick Maloney. Hey, Rhoda. Hello, Amanda. Thank you for inviting us. Uh, yeah, thank you guys both for coming. Um, I guess just as starters, can you guys give us an overview of what the Student Government Association is and what role it plays at Marist?
1: Uh, Tenzin, do you want to start? Uh, yes, so Student Government uh, Association is the student um, group on canvas, uh, campus right? that is dedicated to Serving students and acting as a bridge between administrators staff and the student body, so we are a liaison between. Administrators and the student body and we work in both ways, so we create relationship with administrators and create in relationship with students so that there is a. A smooth flow of information and communication and we can solve problems come up with creative ideas and do whatever we have to. To improve student experience on campus primarily and overall experience for staff, faculty, and uh, administrators.
2: Awesome. Rude, is there is there anything you would add to that? Or I mean, I think Tencent summed it up pretty well. I would say fresh as a freshman, coming in as a freshman student, you might think SGA as like a couple of students who meet on a day-to-day, day-to-day basis. And being a, a senior and a junior, you really see the role SGA plays in the life of the students and that has transformed for me, like in my time at Marist. And I hope everyone, and whether freshman, sophomore, junior, or senior, could actually see the value that SJ brings to the campus. And in a year like COVID, last, like last year, we did a lot of work with the like, vaccine campaign and whatnot. So it truly really shaped the life of the students in many ways that we hope everyone can actually see. But mm-hmm. Tenzin summed it up, summed up what SJ does on a daily basis.
0: So I know obviously like SGA is like a body of a certain number of students but then there's also all of these other organizations on campus. Can you talk a little bit about that structure and what other groups or organizations are under SGA and how they all kind of work together?
2: So I think in terms of the budget so we have the clubs like the we have the clubs intramurals and and those all fall under SGA but they're not directly managed by SGA. So we we, we facilitate if someone's trying to create a club on campus we are the first one they come to and we see like is there a value for this class for this club to be on campus if there is we allow that to be and we allow them to be a club but a lot of times like we just facilitate those kind of conversations and make sure that we have every club like represented on campus and there are a group like every group of, of camp of students have places that they can go back to and actually communicate and talk to their peers and whatnot so there is that and then we have the clubs where students create clubs but they go through the Athletic department, but we kind of facilitate those conversations as well. So in many ways, we have different clubs. We have like MSA, Muslim Student Association, Black Student Union, and Italian American Club. So there's plenty of clubs that fall into that category. And we kind of like supervise all of that. That's and that's done through the vice president of club affairs. So who is a who's a cabinet member of the SGA? Yeah,
1: that that, that is exactly what we do. So all the student organizations of camp on campus directly or indirectly fall under SGA. We oversee a budget. Again, oversee. We're not responsible for it, but we Oversee a budget of one point one million and directly have the impact to implement the budget of thirty five thousand dollars, which is a lot of money. And what we do, uh, what do we have, is that we have the power to charter clubs on campus and also uh, de charter clubs on campus if they don't meet the uh, requirements that a club needs so and there are other organizations as Rhoda mentions like um sports groups and um social work organizations too that uh, fall under SGA and we always have initiatives like St. Jude's that also fall under SGA.
0: Well uh, yeah I know St. Jude's is a big one that was really successful this year right?
1: Oh yes uh it was really successful and this year where Till now, we are the highest fundraising college in the United States for St. Jude's. We're higher than Memphis State and other big um, schools which are directly located at the heart of St. Jude's. So we're doing a great job, but at the same time, it's kind of um, heartbreaking because those colleges really needed to uh, step up their game and get more money because it's for a good cause.
0: Awesome though. Well, that's that's congratulations on that. That's really exciting. Um, so overall, it sounds like this could be something that's incredibly time-consuming because you kind of are overseeing so many different things, um, a very large budget. How do you balance your responsibilities with SGA and your classwork? How do you kind of juggle all of that? I'm going to start with you, Tenzin, because you're currently a senior, and I know that can be a lot. <laughs> uh,
1: yes. Uh, so, wrote out. Um, intern for Morgan Stanley Poughkeepsie uh, so and I am doing that internship right now so I'm doing uh, uh, my academics um, that internship with Morgan Stanley which is like 20 hours a week wow. and, uh, also the um, working in SGA uh, so the main thing that I would say is if you really want to do something you find the time to do it it's a priority uh, so SGA for me it's like not work it's more like you just want to give back to the community and improve student experience. And every conversation you have, uh, even if it's for five minutes, you sit down with students and learn more about it. You're just working all the time and it doesn't feel like work. And I'm sure there are times where you have to sit down and make some structures, make some processes, write some bills, uh, write those emails. But other times it's more like how you live and how you interact with the students and um, the, Administrators is how you work. So it doesn't feel like work. Uh, But at the same time, one thing that I do is I really manage my screen time in my phone. Um, I delete my social media during the week. I re-download it during the weekend to catch up, but uh, during the week I delete it. I make sure that um, I always try to do deep work. So uh, what I do is I schedule my day according to like uh, this book by James clear atomic habits so that I have momentum and um, there's another book by Carl Newport called deep work so I try to make sure that whenever I'm doing something I have my 100% attention on that work and I'm not like doing something and then using my phone and doing something again and while I'm not actually working and then spending a lot of time but that that was me and I'm sure Rhoda has uh, her own experience and she definitely did a lot too
2: I mean for me like it was shifting each day to what's really important. And I think it's just like prioritizing your tasks. And I I had a lot of stuff like my senior year, like especially if we had COVID happening on campus where every like it was completely virtual. I would say for me, like I would say my social my outside social life was like produced by extent because I was doing more work internally and that really shaped my experience right now because we're doing a lot of work internally and externally as well so my experience at mayor is like although I was very very busy even during the weekend it's one that I I'm like I'm pleased with if I were to do it again I would be happy to so I would say like like Tenzin said like if you want to do something you find the time to do it and that's what I have learned and that's something that I used to till today and but yeah like I'm sure like a lot of students think that like going back to my point, like they might think, oh, SG is a lot of work, but if you see the, how successful the work can be and the, like the products you, you bring on campus, someone will actually be like satisfied with that. It's all about the service that we bring to the students and we, we actually get ourselves as well. So I mm-hmm. prioritization is something that has worked for me.
0: Yeah, and I think that's really great advice in general, whether it's for a student or alumni who are just trying to figure out how to juggle all the different, things in their life, you know, it's about making priorities and it's about saying, I wanna do this and I'm gonna make time for it. Rhoda, you mentioned COVID. Um, I know COVID is still happening on campus. I'm gonna come back to you Tenzin in a minute to see how that's still continuing to roll out, but really how did that affect what you guys were able to do last year in the role of SGA and how did that really determine the whole senior
2: year for you? I think for me, it started spring semester junior year because that's when it hit and we by that time we were actually elected so a lot of the work we were doing even during my junior, my, my junior year was seeing what senior year would look like how can we still have SGA whether it's virtual somewhat like and half and half so we were actually thinking about those things and even during the summer we had the whole like black lives movement where SGA had to speak out about these issues that are dearly to us and educate the campus about it so I think my, I would say the work for our team, like 2020, 2021 started like way past um, the calendar year, but we were happy with it. And a lot of the conversation involved, revolved around COVID and whatnot and how to bring safe to campus and how can students still have their clubs, but in, in, have that interaction because we were not allowed to do in-person meetings. So I would say like the conversations like revolved around those things. But at the end of the day, like looking back, I think one thing that I, truly believe in is it takes a village and it did. And I think we came out strong. So um, there's not much that we can do better. I feel like we hit the angles in all kinds of like in, in, in different ways.
0: So in addition to figuring out classes and education and socialization, I think you mentioned briefly the Black Lives Matter movement that kind of happened into June coming into your senior year. What were some of the other big focuses and concerns facing the student body as a whole, but particularly the SGA um, in
2: 2020, 2021? I feel like it was only a year, but it felt such a long time because we were (laughs) we were indoors. But I would say for the fall semester, a lot of the issues revolved around di- diversity issues, like educating the campus. We did a seminar with the board of trustees, alumni, and faculties who actually like spoke about ways to actually be more open and like have different conversations with students who might not be from your background or who you might not know necessarily. So we did a lot of work in that regard. And we did a session with Sodexo because a lot of students complained about the quantity, quality of the food. So a lot of the things that we did was actually like facilitating those conversations and making sure that more than ever, like the issue, issues that students had were being captured. And we were bringing that feedback back to Dr. Mori, who was very, very open about it. In spring semester, I would say it was more focused on the campaign, like vaccination campaign where we really wanted students to actually like get vaccinated so that we can have a normal graduation, something that we all wanted to have. And I think it was as normal as it could be in a crazy year. And I'm really grateful that Meredith was able to like do that for all the seniors. So I would say like it, our priorities shifted a lot, but the main goal for us was actually like doing work for the students and making sure that that work was visible. Because a lot of times like SGA, something that we should do better, as SGA is to actually like put our work up front so that our students can equally hold us accountable on the work we do on a daily basis. And I think that's something that we did really well. We 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 had like a something we did differently is that we have like weekly newsletters that went out to students so that we can show them like, hey, we accomplished this task so-and-so in this time and this is our proof. And so I'm really happy that we did those stuff that I think would last at Mayors forever.
0: Yeah, no, that's really wonderful. Um, And then Tenzin, what about now? Kind of where is campus in regards to COVID and vaccinations and everyone getting together, but then also what are the other key things you guys are focusing on this year?
1: Yeah, definitely. So in Rhoda's time, um, I think in terms of SGA, they had to refigure a lot of stuff about how to conduct meetings, how to charter clubs, how to figure out different processes, right? And we didn't have to do a lot of that. So uh, we built on the momentum that Rhoda created. What we were focused on was not refiguring out stuff, but we are focused on increasing student engagement, right? After a year of COVID, the student engagement was very low. I'm sure Rhoda remembers. Club participation was very low. Um, A lot of student leaders were very fatigued. They did not uh, plan a lot of events as they did in previous years. There were a lot of student engagement issues going on and nobody wanted to be on Zoom at that moment in time to attend an event. But now what we wanna do is make sure that um, Student engagement is at an all time high. And we are seeing that there are more students in clubs, um, there, there are more students coming to games. Uh, even the tree lighting event, Ms. DiCaprio said that she had never seen as many students as she did during the tree lighting event. So, making sure that there is a lot of student engagement. And with student engagement, another key issue that we're looking at is student well being. A lot of students are facing mental um, health issues and other kinds of similar issues, anxiety, depression, um, across campuses in the United States, and it was accelerated by the pandemic, right? And the one thing that we want to do as a student body is focus on the well-being of students. And what does that mean? It means creating awareness, obviously, but also providing programming and collaboration with health services, improving their processes so that any student that wants help knows how to get it, but at the same time has a realistic expectation on what help he or she can get on campus um, or they can get on campus.
0: I know that um, mental health has been a priority of President Weinman as well. Um, have you had some good meetings with him in his first, uh, what is it now, like 40, 50 days on campus?
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's it's gonna be his uh, second month on, end of the second month on campus. And uh, I think everyone has met Kevin Weinman at this point. And what everyone can tell is that he's a person who really cares and he's a person who shows up. So he shows up to club events. He shows up to sports games. He shows up to listen to faculty members everywhere. And in our conversations with him, there are two main things that he pointed out that are very high on his agenda. One is diversity, equity, and inclusion. All right, um, he's doing several stuff in regards to that. And another is uh, student well-being. It is we have had conversations, and uh, he he has been listening to a lot of student concerns, and it is high on his agenda to talk about to improve uh, student well-being on campus while at the same time improve our DEI.
0: That's wonderful. And I believe you were also part of that presidential search team. Can you talk a little bit about that experience and what went into that?
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. So Rhoda was uh, part of that before me. So she had a long term. But uh, I came in later. And um, Chair um, Ross Maori, who is the chair of the President Search Committee, was kind enough to have both of us um, be in that committee, even though like we were transitioning. Um, the one thing, there are two things that I learned. Is of course I learned about the candidates, uh, the diverse backgrounds they come from, the meticulous process in which we look for a new president because it is a very uh, meticulous process, very complex. Uh, you look at so many different factors. You expect a lot out of presidents, but also learned what other uh, members of the search committee were looking for. Like what were the ideas of Maris? What were they looking for in a person? What was uh, like Iris was part of the search committee. She's part of the center of multicultural affairs. Um, and what was she looking for, right? Uh, there were other members who were faculty members in, and what are they looking for from a president and what is their idea of Marist? And so it was a very amazing learning experience seeing how different uh, stakeholders of Marist see Marist and what kind of person do they think would be a good president.
0: Zooming out a little bit from the presidential search, but to the Board of Trustees as a whole, Rhoda, I know you were a bit involved with them as like a student representative. Can you talk about what that experience is like and what that role is when you get to meet with the trustees? I
2: mean, the chance to meet with the trustees is very rare, I think, but I think it's one that I wish everyone's every student did. It truly shapes the life, like how you see the college in general, like these are people who are thinking about how Sustainable can the college be in 15 20 years? These are questions we don't ask as a freshman, sophomore, junior, or senior. So, I think going into their conversations and having these kind of topics and where would the education be in 15 years? What would be useful to students to actually go into the workforce? These are things that I'm like, oh wow, like I am moving 15 years and forward. But we really like shaped how much they care about the college. These are like trusted members that. The institution has and we should value them. One thing that I wish they they we we had as a SGA is actually to bring them to campus so that students can get a chance to talk to Ross Mori and Jim Canav- like, can like in Canavino. These are people who whose names we have in the buildings but we don't really know who's behind those names. So talking to Jim and other members like you would be transformed about how they think about the world, like what's important to them. And <laughs> Tenda and I had a conversation with them one afternoon about technology and like where would that lead to like mankind in like the next 15, 20 years and it shapes you, like it really makes you think about different issues, like how can we solve the issue of hunger, you know. So these are people that deeply care about the college and a lot of times our I would not say our visions are not aligned because they are, but there's extent to a point that ours is falls down. So I think like being in that in space really made me aware that. I am concerned about an issue that's like three, four months long. They're thinking about an issue that's like 20 years old. So in that regard, I think SG is the perfect like, segue to like, a platform to actually like so, somewhat facilitate those kind of conversations with the students. And it allowed us to actually bring the feedback, whether it was like the, like, the presidential search committee or any other stuff we had on campus, we were able to actually like digest whatever... We, we had in those meetings and actually bring it down, bring it back to the students if we could. And cause a lot of those meetings are conf- confidential as well. So it really allowed us to actually like talk to the top top, but at the same time, bring bring down information that were necessary for the students to actually know and go by with their dates. Right. Yeah. And that's actually kind of a perfect segue
0: to my next question is how did your work with SGA prepare you for your current job? I feel like, you know, these conversations with the trustees probably, you know, it's it helped broaden your vision, but that was probably one skill that you picked up. But what else in your involvement with SGA has kind of helped prepare you for the real world for lack of a better term?
2: I mean, I definitely like the work that I do is time consuming. Something that I have learned in my time at Marist, is to actually like, intensely like, emphasized on this point earlier, give you 100% like on every task. That's something that I have learned as like an analyst and a goalman is you don't want to do the work twice. Like you should get it out once and be perfect, like make it as perfect as it could be and get the honest feedback later on. So that's something that I have learned in my time at Marist, where if you're doing something, do it with like, with your complete honesty that you want this task to be done in the most perfected way possible. So. And like something that I have also learned that like my time as well, is like talking to different people. Like you might not necessarily like know how that can be helpful, but like when you're like, the structure is very different in like in in my job, but where you talk to the MD and the vice president and whatnot. So having those kind of conversations with the trustees allowed me to feel more comfortable in the space that I'm on right now. So I would say like definitely come out of your conversation as a student and definitely like reach out to faculties, trust like students and, like like staff workers to actually like communicate with older people who are one wiser than you, but also like see who have experienced this kind of experience. So you could actually like better shape your career moving forward. So those are things that I have learned and skills that I've used, that I still use to this day.
0: And then Tenzin, I guess, kind of same question. I mean, I know you're still in your senior year, but what skills have you kind of been picking up uh, during your time at Marist, particularly related to SGA? I
1: think the main, uh thing that I've been picking up is building relationships and leadership. So we have 80 members in SGA, right? And none of them get paid. How do you motivate students who don't get paid to do very difficult work, sometimes a lot of time consuming that requires a lot of time commitment? And some days people are motivated, but some days they're not. And we really want steady uh, student engagement. So The main question that I always ask uh, Dr. Weinman or Dr. Murray when I meet them is, how do you motivate people, Uh, right? And that is one thing is relationships. You have access to amazing people like the Board of Trustees that uh, Rhoda talked about, right? All McCormick, James Canavino, Rob Dyson, all the names we see on campus. It's very exciting to meet them. And but and learning from them and while at the same time having that one-to-one connection with administrators like Ms. DiCaprio, Dr. Murray, Dr. Weinman, and learning from them to seeing how they think about problems, seeing um, what are how do they like handle a complicated situation, right? Uh, so that and another thing that I always say is She in itself does not have any power. Uh, The way we have power is how we leverage our positions to build relationships with administrators and students. And that is one thing that we really try to do this year, building up from the momentum that Rhoda had in her administration.
0: That's wonderful, it's awesome. And I love that advice, just again, in general for everyone, regardless of what they're doing and kind of their stage in life. But switching gears a little, uh, I wanna talk about your experiences at Marist as a whole. Uh, do you have a favorite memory or a favorite time that you've had at Mary's so far? And it doesn't have to be related to SGA, but it can be. And I'll stay with you for now, Tenzin.
1: Whenever people ask me about Mary's, I say two things. What I love about Mary's is the place and the people. Right? We have beautiful, a beautiful campus, and you know we have a lot of myths about how it's beautiful. Um, Doctor Murray goes out at night and makes sure that all grasses are on the same. Like level right um and we our sunsets are never enough it's it gets beautiful and beautiful every single day and the people i believe are more beautiful right our professor staff are always there to help us there's a sense of community at Marys that i don't feel i have seen in other campuses you hold the door for someone who's like five miles away from reaching the door right uh those kind of things and my just my favorite memory is like little acts of kindness that students and professors have done. Uh, just this Thanksgiving, I had like three professors invite me for, uh, into their house for Thanksgiving dinner. So it was just that those things, they, they know I'm an international student and they just um, call you. Another thing is, so I've been following Rhoda Uh, Since freshman year. So she was the distance representative before me and I was like, you know what, let me just be the distance representative to after her. Uh, She worked for Morgan Stanley as an intern. I'm like, you know what, let me just do that too. Right. So I'm just been following on her footsteps and she was the student body president, of course, and I was like, you know what, Uh, let me do that too. And if Rhoda as an international student was not in SGA, I don't believe like a lot of international students that are in SGA right now and me would not even consider being part of a So that's a big thing too. It's like the mentorship and guidance we receive uh, from faculty and staff, but also from other uh, fellow students.
2: That's awesome. And then Rhoda, how about you? I mean, to echo quickly, I think I would say the same has happened for me where I watched Ted Ankova, the people who are like above me and saw the work that they have done on campus and felt motivated that I needed to do the same work. So. I would say that I would def- I definitely echo the mentorship and the guidance that students give us in a way that our role models. So, oh my God, my, a favorite memory. I would say like graduations has always been my favorite memory. Like freshman year, it rained during my friend's graduation. So I was like, my goodness, it rained during the summer but it really did and it made it memorable than any other year. And the year following we had my cousin graduate Kalan. And they had an incredible year. It was like sunny. It was nice. So I would say those moments where everyone's together has always been memorable for me. My friends and I actually had dinner last night after work. And we always argue whether Marist has the best sunset ever, which I think they do. So I would say like the, the campus in general is something that we hold dearly. Like coming out to New York, I'm like, wow, like I definitely want to go back to Marist. And so I would say those has been something that and that I, I just looking back, I'm like, wow, like, it's really, like, it has been incredible. Like, I sometimes wonder, like, would I change my experience at Marist? I would not. I, I honestly would not trade that for anything. So, and I think that's mainly because of the people that are on campus and have challenged us in many ways and the mentorship we get. So, those are, those have been something that has been beneficial for me. And I hope someone below me can get that as well. But I would say, like, the trips that were spontaneous has been the ones that stuck in my mind. Like, we will go to Beacon, got donuts and stuff. So, I think about those and I'm like, wow, like should we go back to Glaze Donuts and have some? But yeah, I would say those things.
0: Those are really good donuts and beacon. I know which ones you're talking about. <laughs> um, you actually are both international students, and that's actually, I think, a really interesting question. How did you find out about Maris and what made you decide to come? For me,
2: I did high school. Like I did a gap, like a gap year in a boarding school in Massachusetts. So I think I remember like talking to my counselor. Maris was like, was in the choices, but I wanted to go to Boston because I knew I wanted to do something with business. Da, 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 da. But I remember like saying, like, if I'm gonna go to college, it has to be on the East Coast. And we looked at different colleges, and we actually came to visit Marys in April, like during the opening house, and just fell in love with the place. And I think from there, like, I knew it was just the right place for me.
1: Yeah, I think uh, Marys just enchants you. But uh, how I found Marys was uh, again it was because of Sabrina who is uh, from Rhoda's class and she was from Nepal where I am from. Um, and she worked at the same organization I did. So I was talking to different people and Sabrina just said like, yeah, come to Marist. Uh, it's amazing. And I looked at Marist again, uh, it just enchants you. And that's how I came to Marist.
0: Oh, awesome, wonderful. Um, before we wrap up, is there anything else either of you would want to share today about Marist as a whole or your SGA experiences?
2: I mean, to anyone listening to this, I would say, honestly, make the most out of your day. Something that I still struggle to today where <laughs> I make time to talk to my family a lot. So definitely, like, I would say, do what's important to you. Think about your future. Think about the career you want to take and think about how Marist can help you, how, how Marist Network can leverage that for you. I think at work, it's really interesting. My friend, one of my housemates work at BlackRock And she knows my friend Mac who was in the same year as me so you would be surprised how small the world is and you might not see that in on campus but once you come out you see the connection that Mary brings to the world so I would say honestly leverage SGA whether you're interested in finance join the finance committee whether you're interested in leadership be a president and the possibilities are limitless so I would say like definitely explore as much as you can in your four, four years at college and If you need any help with finance, whatever, like issues you have, like you have Tenzin, you have me, you have all the other networks that are in Marist. So definitely utilize that and make the most out of your experience. And of course, enjoy sleep, eat well. Well, That's great advice. and I think
0: that's a really good note to wrap up on. So Tenzin, Rhoda, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to chat about the Student Government Association and your experiences at Marist as a whole. I really appreciate you joining me. Thank you. Of course. For those listening, we hope you'll join us again next week as we continue our series spotlighting what's happening on the ground here at Marist. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you can keep in touch and know every time we post a new episode of Marist Connections. We'll continue to bring you conversations with students, faculty, staff, alumni, coaches, and others essential to the Marist community. If you have suggestions for a future podcast theme or guest, please email maristalumni at marist.edu. You can also check out Marist Alumni on Facebook or official Marist Alumni on Instagram. Have a great day, everyone.